Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk with you. The one and only Christian Motivation Broadcast. Hosted by your one and only Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 hello. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your day and how was your night? And how's your afternoon doing? Today I'm coming to you guys with episode 70. Um, as you guys know, before I continue, I have to say my number one message. My number one message is, if you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about manifesting the power of God. You know, we're going to be talking about manifesting the power of God. Okay, one second. So, manifesting the power of God. We're going to take some time to actually talk about that, as we all know. Okay, I have a lot of, you know, activity alerts. Sorry for the background. I have a lot of activity, you know, alert, letting me know that I am live in all the platforms. Uh, Sorry about that. Let me put the volume down. Okay, I think we are good. Yes, so welcome again to another Christian Talk show hosted by your one and only Jubens Jean Georges. Today is Wednesday, I believe, a beautiful Wednesday. Once again, I don't know for you, but for me, in my location, it is very sunny outside. And I know there's a few states in the United States that have actually been having pretty bad weather. Uh, It's still winter. It looks like it's still winter when it's supposed to be spring because it's still snowing like crazy. But I just want to say welcome. Manifesting the power of God. Is it the desire of, you know, our most Christian today to have God work through them in a powerful way? 
However, what many Christians do not know is that God has, you know, has the same desire, you know, desire to walk through each and every one of his children. You know, once again, is it the desire of most Christians today to have God walk through them in a powerful way? Is it your desire? As we all know, not every Christian wants God to use, you know, like to actually walk through them. A lot of Christians this day, they love the title of a Christian. They love the title. They love for people to know them as a Christian. They love for a Christian to actually see them as a Christian, but not every one of them want God to actually walk through them. Not every one of them want God to actually, you know, have a desire for God to use them in a very powerful way. Some uh, some people, they just want to be a simple Christian, just go to church, go to Bible study, stay home and live their life. They don't want nothing else. Because, like, you know, like they're afraid because they know that, you know, like the more you do for God, the more you are involved into God's kingdom, the more the enemy will attack them. So because of that, a lot of Christians this day, they are afraid to allow God to walk through them. A lot of Christians this day, they are afraid to allow God to do the thing that he wants to do on earth through them. God created every one of us for a purpose. Every one of us, we have some kind of power from God within us. The power that I, I, you know, I have, you may not have it, but there's some power that every one of us have. The number one, you know, of that power is that with the name of Jesus and with the faith, if you have faith with the name of Jesus, you're able to do whatever you want to do. You're able to do everything through Christ who straightened you. The Bible says if we only have a little of faith, we can tell the mountain to move and then they will move. So they're actually showing me and you that with the name of Jesus, we're able to do a lot of things. So that is, you know, like one power that every one of us have. But there's a, there's a few gifts from God that God do not give to everyone. So is it the desire of more Christian, um, you know, today to have God walk through them in a very powerful way? However, what many Christians do not know is that God had and have and still have the same desire to walk through each and every one of his children. God's desire is to actually walk through you. What do I mean about walk through you? God's desire is actually to use you to actually do something that he want to do on earth. God might use you to go like into Satan's kingdom. To actually take people from Satan's kingdom and bring it to his kingdom. God might use you in a, in a, you know, in a way, like I said so many times, and so... Um, in a lot of my, you know, like uh, life, God might use you to actually travel international to help people. God might use you. The only thing that God wants you to do is pray every day. God give you a list of name of people that He wants you to pray for. He wants you to fast. A lot of you, God wants you to to actually sacrifice yourself. What do I mean about sacrifice yourself? 
sacrifice yourself in a way to actually fast for people that you don't even know. That's why I use the word sacrifice because fasting is a sacrifice because all of us, we love to eat. It is hard for you to do two, three days without eating. Me, when I fast, I do three days without eating. Sometimes I eat. Oh, let me say that again. I'm sorry. Sometimes I drink, but I never eat. When I do three days, no eat, no drink, I would not eat. But sometimes I drink, you know. Sometimes I do three days, I don't eat, I don't drink. So a lot of you, that's what God wants to do through you. He wants to use you in a way for you to fast for people. He will give you a list of a lot of people that he wants you to fast for. So manifesting the power of God, that is the power of God working through you. So it is God's desire. God has the same desire as you know, as many Christians that, that would like God to walk through them. God have the same desire to walk through you. So God has the desire to walk through each of every one of his children. We have seen many men and women in the body of Christ operate in great and powerful announcements in a great and powerful way. But God desired to walk through each and every one of his children in a powerful way. Act uh, chapter uh, 10, verse 34. Actually say, God is, you know, like, is God is no respecter of a person. God will walk through anyone who, you know, who believe, I'm going to use the word believe, who believe and make a decision to kneel before him, to kneel himself or herself before him. What do I mean about that? What do you know, like the you know, Act ten verse thirty four mean about that? Anyone that make a decision to serve God, to accept His Son Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's the word of bowing down to God. You are accepting his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. And then you allow God to actually walk through you. God have the desire to actually do that. He wants to do it. But once again, you have to make the decision, just like I say, you know, like on Monday, episode 69, that I actually load for you guys. Yeah, something happened on Monday when I was going life I talk everything was life you know later later on during the day on Monday I figured out the video was only live on Facebook no not Facebook on YouTube but it wasn't live on Facebook it wasn't live in on Twitter tweet you know so I had to you know load the video this morning for you guys to actually hear you know to actually watch the um the episode 69. God had a, a special purpose and calling on, on the life of every believer. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 said, Before I found thee in the belly, I knew thee. That means like before I found you, before I made you, before I created you in the belly, I, I knew you. And before 
you came out of the room, I sent you know, sanctify you. You know, I sanctify you and I called you as a prophet. I call you to prophesy unto the nations. God had a special calling and purpose for Jeremiah's life even before he entered his mother's womb. That's what I told you guys before. Even before God created the universe, even before God had decided to create the universe, he already had a plan for every one of you. So he put his power within you know, every one of you. So every one of you that actually serve on serving God, the moment that you choose to serve God, the power of God has been activated inside of you. So you know, like, so you you need to use the power, manifest the power of God. So use the power of God. There's some calling that every one of us have. The number one calling that every one of you know, one of us have the moment that we are accepting Christ is to go around the world and preach about Jesus Christ. Is to go around the world and you know and spread out the gospel. That is the number one calling that every one of you have starting from me and you. The moment that we are accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. How can you go around preaching about God? How can you go around spreading the gospel when you don't even have it? So you have to accept Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior first. And then God will put the Holy Spirit within you. Activate the gift that he actually put in you even before he created the universe. So only the Holy Spirit can activate those gifts, those power inside of you. And then for the Holy Spirit to manifest in those powers inside of you. So only the Holy Spirit can make you do them. So God had, you know, you know, a plan, a purpose for Jeremiah, like even before he entered his mother's room. God also had placed a special calling on all of his life, on all of our life, on all of the life of his, you know, like of his children. You see? So God have a calling for every one of us. The thing that God has called us to do will always be, be things that we cannot do in our own nature. Nature ability. We have been given assignment that we cannot accomplish if we try to do those assignments with our God. A lot of people think that they can serve God without God. A lot of people think that they can live their life without God. Me, I'm one of the person that I know I can't do nothing without God. I can't even go to the bathroom without God. I can't even talk to you guys right now without God. I can't even go to sleep without God. I can't even wake up without God. I can't even brush my teeth. Without God, that's why I invite God in everything that I'm doing in my life, and every little thing within my life, I invite God, because I know I am not able to do anything without Jesus Christ. 
everything that I, I accomplish in my life is because of Jesus Christ, is because of God that actually making those things happen for me. I know there's a lot of people, they think that they are better than Christ, they are better than God, they don't want God, they can do whatever they want. And then like the moment they actually get into a trouble, who do they, who do they call? They call on God, they call on Jesus. But they make it seem like they can't do anything without God, but it's not true. We all need God for us to do the thing that he called us to do. The good news is that God is not asking us to, you know, to ask, God is not asking us to feel uh, to feel the call of our God on our life, the call of God, I'm sorry, the call of God on our life without him. And our own ability, God desires to work in us and through us to see to it that we do, that it is possible what is impossible to be possible. So God desired to work in us, through us, to see the thing that he called me and you to do, accomplish in our life, because he know that we cannot do it without him. God's desire is to see impossible tasks are, you know, being accomplished. Things that are, in, you know, impossible in our life to be possible with him. The thing that me and you cannot do through Christ, we're able to do it. That's what the Bible says. We can do you know, anything and everything through Christ who strengthens us. Because Christ is the one that strengthens me and you. In John 14, verse 10, Jesus said, Believers, do not, uh, not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The word that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that they were in me. He does works. He does the work. Even Jesus, the Son of God, and you know, like you know, like know that it is not Him doing the work, but the Father dwelling in Him that is doing the work. You see, some of you must say, okay, if Jesus is God, why the Father is the one that doing things? Why Jesus Himself? saying that it's not him who's doing the work is the father it's like jesus cannot do nothing without the father so if jesus is god so why he need the father no that was the human remember jesus was a hundred percent god he was a hundred percent human so when jesus was on earth the godly was not above you know like you know the godly part you know part of him wasn't the one you know like wasn't the one you know what is the right way to actually do it? It's like the godly part of Jesus had an assignment. And then, and then like the human part of Jesus had his own assignment. So Jesus was on earth as a human. But the godly side of Jesus had his own assignment. You know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to explain it clearly so you guys can see it. Can see what I'm trying, what I am trying to say. So the godly side of God, of Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he had an assignment. What is the assignment? The assignment to make sure that Jesus, you know, Jesus had the connection with his father. 
when Jesus was on earth, Jesus was, you know, like watching, you know, like, you know, the angels flying. Jesus' spiritual eyes was open for him to see the Father, what the Father is doing, what's going on in heaven, what's going on on earth. The godly part of Jesus, he, you know, you know, had another assignment. The assignment was to make sure that Jesus go through the sacrifice. Because only a God can go through the uh, you know, like can go through the suffering that Jesus Christ went through. A human being, a human, a human being, cannot go through the suffering that Jesus Christ went through. A human being cannot die and then, uh, you know, rise up after three days. Jesus could have died and then rise up in two seconds. But he chose three days because there was something that he was doing in hell. After that, he went to heaven to meet his father. They probably was celebrating. They probably was, you know, having a good time. You know, like in heaven, he probably was like, you know, like, you know, like a couple seconds. And on earth, three days already passed. Jesus said, oh, shoot, my father, it's been three days. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. You know, and then Jesus came back. Arise. And that three days. So I believe when Jesus actually say, you know, you know, like, um, you know, like, um, in John 14, verse 10, Jesus say, believe, um, that, um, I am in the father and the father in me, the word that I speak into you, I speak not of myself, but the father that they were in me. He does the work. Even Jesus, the Son of God, announced that that it is not him doing the work, but the Father dwelling in him that is doing the work. So I believe, you know, you know, like, you know, like, you know, that's why Jesus actually say that. It's not because that he couldn't do the stuff on his own. But because of the human, you know, the human flesh, the human part of him, the father has to be the one doing it. The father was using God, not Jesus Christ, the human, to actually do his work on earth. Just like God is using me and you to do his work on earth, to accomplish the thing that he wants to accomplish on earth. So the godly part of Jesus stood back a little bit and allowed God the Father to do the thing that he want to do. And then the godly part of Jesus actually say, you know what, I'm going to make sure that he go through it. I'm going to give him the strength. He will be able to see the Father, you know, in heaven. He will be able to make all those, you know, do all those miracles that he actually did when he was on earth. He will be able to fight temptation because I believe Jesus Christ went through a lot of temptation. There probably was a lot of women coming his way. Because female love to see men doing miracle, doing this, doing that. There could have been homosexual coming after Jesus Christ too. So the godly part of Jesus, his job was to make sure that Jesus do not, you know, like, don't be tempted by the enemy. You know? I pray that I explain it clear enough for you guys to understand. 
he went on to on to say in verse 12 um violently violently i say unto you he that believe on you know on me or in me i'm sorry he that believes in me the work that i do shall he do also and greater work than this shall he do because i go into my father why would jesus go into the father able us to do this great work why it's because jesus had to go to the father first so he can send the holy spirit so why would jesus go into the father able us to do those great work when jesus went uh went to be with the father he sent the holy spirit to live in us john 16 verse 7 so the holy spirit is the number one weapon The Holy Spirit is the true weapon that we have that we need to manifest the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. You need to activate the power of God within you. Or can you activate the power of God within you? It's through prayer, fasting, and meditating in the Word of God. It is the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God living in us that will work through us and enable us to do this great and marvelous work that Jesus said that we will do. Jesus said, every work that I do on earth, you will do it too, and greater work you shall do. Let me talk a little bit about that. A lot of people, I, I remember like I said that before, a lot of people only see that one way that Jesus say I will do greater work than him. You know, okay, Jesus weighs up the dead. I'm going to raise up the dead. Jesus weighs up like, I don't know, a number of 20 dead people. I'm going to raise up like maybe 40, 50, 100 because Jesus say I will do more. But the thing that you don't know, he actually go both ways. Jesus suffered a lot for us. So we will suffer more. We will go through more, you know, like tribulation. You see? We will go through more tribulation. We will suffer more than Jesus suffered. But your suffering going to be a different kind of suffering because the suffering that Jesus Christ went through, we was going to say, I forget this. I'm not going to go through it. Who are they? Why should I die for somebody that I don't even know? But Jesus went through it. So we're going to suffer more. Yes, we're going to do greater things than Jesus did. We're going to do greater miracles than Jesus did. Because Jesus, you know, like from 30 to 33 years old, he actually did of that. After he back time, you know, you know, three years later, he died, he went to heaven. Because Jesus didn't come to earth to last forever. He came to earth for a little bit. The Bible don't really talk about from zero to 30 what Jesus did. He only spoke about, you know, like when Jesus, I forget what, what age Jesus were, uh, was, maybe 12 or 13, when he went to the church to actually preach. And then everybody in the church, the leader in the church, the people that have been serving God for so many years, actually surprised, saying, like, where did, he, where did this kid find that knowledge? That's the only thing that um, the Bible talk about when Jesus was that age. And G, um, they, they also say Jesus did. You know, carpenter work because that's what Joseph, uh, Joseph was doing. Joseph was doing furniture's bed. 
you know, they assume that Jesus probably help him out doing this, doing, doing that. So the Holy Spirit is the one that will able me and you to do the greater thing that, you know, Jesus said that we are going to do on earth. The Holy Spirit is the one that's able, uh, that will be able to, that will able the power that you need to manifest. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to do it. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to make the impossible to be possible. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to make the impossible to be accomplished in our life when we kneel to God. That is in us. And allow Him to work through us. So, the you know, so, so it's like, you know, I, you know, like, in our life when we kneel, kneel to God, that is in us. You see? That actually show you that the Holy Spirit is God himself. So if the Bible says like God that is in us, and then Jesus said, when I go to heaven, I will send the Holy Spirit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And we all know the only thing that's in us is the Holy Spirit. So the Bible said the God that is in us. That's showing you that. That's showing you that the Holy Spirit is God himself. For the one that, that probably been doubting the Holy Spirit is not God. The Bible make it clear that the Holy Spirit is God. The same father that was the wedding that was in Jesus and doing all those and doing all those awesome work is willing in us today. You see? The same father that was the wedding in God that was inside God that was doing everything that Jesus Christ was doing on earth when he was on earth is doing all the, you know, all those work that was doing all those work is, you know, is in us, dude, uh, you know, today. However, as long as we try to do things by ourselves and refuse to allow God who is in us, we will continue to come up short. 
and doing the thing that he called me and you to do. A lot of people, just because they see that, they have the power of, of healing, doing miracles, doing all the stuff. They think they don't need God no more. They think they don't need the Holy Spirit no more. The question that we all, we shall, the, I'm sorry, the question that we shall all be asking ourselves is, or do I kneel to God and allow him to work through me? If we are going to, to kneel to God and see him work through us, then we have to kneel to love. First John chapter uh, 4 verse 8 say, God is love. That's another power. The power of love. Love is a power. Not everybody have that power. Because not everybody loves. The reason why is because they allow the enemy to use them. Love is so powerful, when you allow Satan to use you, the love become neg uh, positive or, or negative. You know, love turns to hate, and the hate becomes so powerful because the love is powerful. The good become bad. You see? That's why a lot of people, the hate they have for somebody is so powerful because they used to be someone that loved so powerful, and then they allowed the enemy to overpower them. Now that love, now that love become a hate. They hate you more than they used to love you. So for you to allow God, you know, for you to kneel to God, to allow God to actually walk through you, you need to kneel to, you know, to love because God is love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 8 say God is love. If we are going to kneel to God and see him walk through us, we are going to have to kneel to the love of God and allow the love to work through us in every situation. No matter what the situation are, we have to kneel to the love of God if we want to see God walk in our life. Kneel means accepting the love of God, allow the love of God, have the love of God. That's why it means. If love is working in us, then God is working through us. When we kneel to the love of God and activate that love in our, in our heart, we allow God to work in us and through us to produce the best positive outcome in our life. Right? However, as long as the love of God lay in our heart, so too does God lay in our heart. So as long we have the love of God in our life, in our heart, in our spirit, in our mind, God himself is in your heart, in your life. Because the love is God, because God is love. God is not hate. Is somebody hating people, going around hating people, and then you're telling me you're a man of God, you're a woman of God, you're lying to yourself. 
you are the son of Satan, because Satan is the one that hate that you know that lies. Because my sweet Bible say God is love, God is not hate. If God is laying in us and walking in our heart, then we have, oh, I'm sorry. If God is not in our heart and is not walking in our heart, in our life, then we have no power. The love of God gives us access to the power of God. You see? The love of God gives me and you access to the power of God. Some people think like they just need to have the Holy Spirit. There is a lot of things that me and you need, need to have for us to, you know, to actually activate. The title means activate the power of God. For me and you to be able to activate the power of God, we need to have the Holy Spirit. First, we need to accept Jesus Christ into our life as our Lord and Savior. That is the number one thing. Second, after that, God put the Holy Spirit in you. That's not it. That's not the only thing that we need. Now for you to allow God to walk through you, like the power of God to walk through you, you need to have, you know, like love, because God is love. Love, when you have God love in your life, you have access to the power of God. You cannot tell me that you hate me, that you're going to preach me, the, you know, like the word of God. You cannot tell me that you hate me or you hate your blood, and then you go on a while thinking that you're going to cast out demons from me. No, the demon going to jump in you. Then you're going to start acting crazy. The demon that's in the person going to start making you, going to start making you look stupid because you do not have the love of God. So for you to activate the power of God within you, you need to have the love of God. Because God is love. So the love of God gives us access to the power of God. Once again, the love of God gave me and you access to the power of God. When that love is working in our heart and our life, we will see God's power work through us in our life. Just like the hate gives you access to the power of Satan. When you hate people so much, you don't have God in your life. You are not a Christian. You don't have the Holy Spirit in you. You know, like, you know, like you have hate. You don't have love. So that means you have access of the power of Satan. The power of Satan is hate, lies, destroy, doing all those crazy things. So those are the power that you will have. So a pastor, can I come to me? Can I come to you saying that I'm a man of God, I have the power of God, and then there's a lot of people that the pastor don't like. The pastor hate them. The pastor's talking bad about them. A pastor should not be talking bad about other pastors. A pastor should not be talking bad about nobody. Instead of you trying to destroy, you're supposed to try to fix the problem, not you destroying, making it worse. The power of God cannot show up without the love of God in the place, ladies and gentlemen. The power of God 
cannot show up without the love of God in the place. And the place mean in your life, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. You cannot manifest the power of God without the love of God, ladies and gentlemen. So the thing that we need to do, we need to check ourselves. Do I have the power of God? Do I have the love of God in my life? Do I have the power of God in my life? Do I have the love of God in my life? Some of you, just because you're doing miracle, you're doing this, you may not doing it through the Holy Spirit. You might be doing it through a negative spirit. And then you think that God is the one doing it through you, but it's not. Check yourself. Or can you check yourself? You take time, you think about your life, you ask God to reveal yourself to you. To you. You ask God to tell you what is the thing that's in me that's not pleasuring you. Am I in your way? Am I in your will? The power of God cannot show up without the love of God in the place. The only reason that we have ever see God's power is because of the love that he had for us in his heart. When God sent Jesus and resurrected him from the dead, that was a manifested manifestation of his power that came because of his great love for us. So if Jesus, if God did not love me and you, he was not going to send his son, Jesus Christ, from the first place to die for me and you. So he's all about that love. And And you, you cannot have the love of God if you don't accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. If you are not a Christian, if you are not a believer, like a true man of God, let me say that again. If you are not a true man of God and a true woman of God, do not tell me that you have the love of God because you don't. Just like you cannot have access of the power of God without the love, you need to have the love of God to have access to the power of God. The same thing goes too. You need to have Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior for you to have the love in your life, for you to have the love of God in your life. So none of them come without the other. You need to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior for you to have the love of God. And then when you have the love of God in your heart, in your life, then you have access to the power of God. That's what the Bible says. Those words not coming from my mouth, but from, you know, from God. In Genesis, when God created the heaven and the earth, the power to create came from the overwhelming desire and his heart to have children who, who he, he could love. So God wanted to have children that he could love. God has so much love to give. He just wanted to create us so he can share that love with you guys. And then what did we do? We betray him. We start serving all the stupid God. I'm sorry, but they are stupid God. We start serving all the stupid God. We start serving, you know, like, you know, like false God. Statue that you create, human create with their own hand. You serving them. 
And then now God is crying every day. That's one of the reasons why God wanted to destroy us. Because of the love that God have, all he wanted is to create us and to love us. And all he wants from you is for you to love him. Just like he loves you. But we don't want to do that. Some of you, you love money more. You love women more than God, money more than God. Stupid, you know, you know, like earthly thing more than God. In Matthew 14, verse 14, it says, And Jesus went forward and saw a great multitude and was moved with the passion around them and healed their sick. It was because of the love that was working in Jesus heart that activate the power of God to show up and heal the people. When compassion was working in him, God worked through him to heal the sick. The power of God will not show up in our life until the love of God begin to work in our heart. How can you have the love of God in your heart? You need to accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. The power of God will not show up in our life until the love of God begins to work in our hearts. Is it the love of God that placed a demand on the power of God? If love is absent, accent, accent, um, if love of God is not here, I'm sorry, then there is no demand of, for power. However, when we are moved with the compassion and when the love of God begins to work in our heart, the power of God will show up in our life like never before. Me, I'm going to start asking God for more love. I do have the love of God in me, but I need more love because I need more power. Just like people that craving for power, they go serving Satan, doing all those sacrifices. The more bloodly sacrifice they, they made, the more blood they give Satan, the more power they get from Satan. But the more you meditate in the word of God, the more you pray, the more you fast, the more power you have in God. It's not like multiple, multiple, multiple power. No, the power that's already in you is growing, you know, you know, it's getting greater and greater and greater and greater. God had, uh, have, had and have a strong desire to walk through his children to reach the lost and dying world. However, God cannot do that until we allow him to work through us by walking in the love of God. We have to understand that either God or Satan can do anything on this earth apart from a physical body. God need a physical body to do the thing on earth. Satan need a physical body to do the thing he, you know, he want to do on earth. Either one of them can do nothing on this earth without a physical body. It's not like God cannot do it. But that's the purpose he created me and you, so he don't want to go over the purpose. So when God created a purpose, he followed the purpose. 
God is not like us. When we say we're going to do that, and then like we choose to do something else. No, when God say I'm going to go right, he will go right. When God say I'm going to go straight, I'm going to go straight. Nothing going to make him go left, right, back, up, down. But Satan need a physical body. Satan, the number one, you know, that need a physical body. He can't do nothing for a physical God can do whatever he wants. But because he created us to do the thing that he want to do on earth, so he choose to, to stick to that. He spoke his word through the mouth of prophets. That right there should answer that question that people keep saying. Oh, I don't believe in God because human beings wrote the Bible. It wasn't God that wrote the Bible. It was human beings that wrote the Bible. Okay? God created human beings. So he can do the thing that he want to do on earth. So God used the prophet to write the thing that he want me and you to know. And then God used a lot of prophet in a great, uh, in a very great, powerful way. And they have their own experience with God. And then they wrote their own story by the thing that God used them to do by their, by their own experience. They write their right thing in the Bible. God put the thing in their heart for them to, for them to write down. Plus they add their own experience, especially to the 12 disciples that was with Jesus Christ on earth. So they saw everything that Jesus Christ actually did. And then they write it down. And then with their own experience, they write it down too. When Jesus went to earth and then Jesus in the Holy Spirit started using them, God started using them through the Holy Spirit, through the, through the love of God that God put in them to do his work on earth. So they write it down. So stop telling me that you don't want to serve God because you may be in right the Bible. Come on. That is not a good excuse. There's a lot of book you love. Who, who wrote those books? Human being wrote it. A lot of you are so desperate for Satan. Love to read witchcraft books to learn magic. Who created those books? Human being create them, but you you crazy for them. You hate the Bible, but you love those witchcraft Bible, those satanic Bible. So you have no excuse. I don't want to hear your excuse no more. The word that he spoke become became flesh, and the world amongst us and Jesus. God worked work through Jesus to redeem mankind. And he desired and he desired to work through us the same way. Romans 5, verse 5. It says, The love of God has been shared in our heart by the Holy Ghost. We know from John uh, 1 John 4, verse 8, that God is love. So so we could read Romans 5, verse 5. Like this, God's love has been shared in our heart by the Holy Ghost. The moment that we become, we became born again. That means that you accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, you become born again. God put his love in our heart. And by pouring his love in our heart, God poured himself, like put himself in our heart. Because God is love. 
The more love God put in your heart, in your life, the more God you have, the more of God you have in you. He put himself out into the heart of believers so that he could have access to the world through his children. When love is walking in us and floating out of us to around people, then God is walking in us and, uh, you know, and, and going out, floating out of us through people. When you're spreading the love of God, that's like you, you're putting the God that's in you to those people. You know, people, God is working in us uh, to people. Love is God's way into the earth. Love is God's way into the earth. When believers near to the love of God and them, then God can walk through them to touch humanity. Why have we not seen God work more powerful through men and women in the body of Christ? Why? The reason is that the body of Christ has refused to love the love of God and release that love in the direction of the lost world. So God, so God is not just going through or through us automatically because we are believers. We have to make the decision to 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 allow the love of God in our heart and release that love to around people who are in need. God not just gonna use you just because you accept Him. God not gonna say, okay, they accept my son Jesus Christ and they love and Savior. Let me use them. No, you have to allow. The reason why you have to allow because God created me and you with our own will. I'm sorry. God created me and you with our own will. Because of that will, God wants you to make the decision. That's what I was telling you guys on Monday. We have to make the decision. God will not just going to use you just because you accept him. Jesus Christ, God, my Father in heaven, thank you for the word. Thank you for the word. Before I forget, I must say this prayer right now, God. You know, I want you to use me. I want you to put the love within me. I want you to put the love within me. I want you in my life. Fill my heart. Fill my life. Fill my mind. Fill my soul with your love so I can have access to your power. God Almighty, my Father in heaven, the creator of the world, the creator of the universe, put your love in me. I want to allow you to come in my life. I, I am giving you decision, uh, permission right now because of the will that you gave me. I'm giving you permission right now G, in, in, in your name, G, you know, in, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, because you say in the Bible, whatever we ask in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we will receive it. In, your, in, the, in the name of Jesus Christ, your son, I'm giving you access. I'm giving you permission in my life for you, God, my father in heaven, the creator of the world, to put your love in me, you know, so I can have access to the full power of you so I can do your work on this earth. I mean, I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you access. I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you access to use me to do whatever you want to do in this earth because you need us because you create us for you to be able to get access to this earth have access to your people through me have access to this world to this world to this universe through me Have access you know to do whatever you want to do on this earth through me and jesus christ i pray in the name of your son i pray i know you would not go down on your word because you say Whatever we ask 
in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we will receive it. I'm acting in that in the name of your son. And I'm telling you in the name of your son that I give you permission. I accept your love. I accept for you to walk through me. I, Juben Jean George, accept for you to put the love that you want to put in my life, the same love that you have for me, that you give your only son, begotten son, to die for me on the cross. I want that love in me. I want you to have a hundred, a, a, a gazillion, you know, like percent of access in my life so you can put all the love in my life and use me to do your work on this earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You do? I say the prayer live in front of a lot of people. For the one that's listening to me, all my followers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, iHeart, Google Podcasts, Pandora Podcasts, and all the other broadcasts on my website, you guys hear me say that out loud in front of all of you guys. God, do what you want to do in my life. I believe that prayer was the last thing that God wanted me to do. I'm not done with all my notes. But I feel in my spirit God want me to end this broadcast just like that. I'm not going to add no more. I'm not going to add no more. I'm not going to say no more. All I can say, the decision is on you. Just like I make my decision right now to allow God to pour out his love in me so he can use me. The decision is in you. It's in your hand. After that, I want to say thank you for whatever you know, everything that you guys been doing for me. I'm asking you guys to continue sharing my sharing my page for me, guys. Help me grow my YouTube channel, all my social media platform, guys. You know, I'm looking for sponsors, people that will sponsor the show. You know, to help me grow the show. You know, guys, and may God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. May God talk to you guys for the one that gonna listen to me later. You know, have a wonderful day, guys. God love you. I love you. May the presence of God be upon you all. Bye-bye. Hello, listening to you had enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel talk with you if you have not done so if you did we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.